everybody. Welcome to the John Cat Show. Got a very special guest here with us today, my man Jake Ralston in the house. What's going on, man? What's up, buddy? Chilling, man. What you been up to? Not much, man. Just working, you know, COVID whole deal and, uh, you know, just laying low for the most part. Some some stuff has been open. I'm out here in Colorado, so. Colorado. Yeah, there's there's a lot of restaurants that are open to like certain capacity and we were just bowling yesterday, so. I, I mean, saw you on IG, you big bowler, huh? Yeah, I am a big bowler now. Putting a little am, curl on that thing. I saw. I do. It. That was actually. Oh wow! Here's. I saw. Uh, I had a little curl on there. What's up, Cole? How's it going? Wow, sick arm, dude. Is that for Halloween? <laughs> yeah, we were at Spirit Halloween yesterday and picked up the arm. It was between that and a machete. So. What are you dressing as, Cole? Speak into the mic. Hmm, I. Uh... I don't think he really knows yet. He's probably going to be Pennywise the Clown, but... He's got the arm, at least. Pull, go out and close the door. Thanks, man. I don't know, is it? I guess since um, there might be a couple people listening to this other than us, I guess we should explain to people who you are or whatever. I mean, Jake and I go way back to, uh, what, the sound advice days. That has to be, what, 15 years or something? Well, yeah, 15 years because I got that job right after I got out of the army. My family had moved down from New York to South Florida. You were young they were as living shit. In, uh, actually, yeah, they were in West Palm at the time up in Wellington. And uh, she was like, well, why don't you come down and visit? I didn't know what I was going to do. And uh, I ended up getting a job, Doug Wixon. Do you remember? Of course, I see him on Facebook all the time. He's on my Facebook, man. I see him all the time. He's always posting yeah. stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but Doug's he was funny, the, man. Yeah, he was the initial person that hired me, and he was ex military also. So, yes. kind of got me in, and it was, uh, yeah, I actually hated it. Doug hated has that, that vibe. Job. Yeah, I hated it. You had a good job. You were chilling in the shop. Yeah. You, uh, who, we had a, there was a couple of good old salesmen in there. There was like Dan Marion, a oh, couple yeah. of. I was the baby. For people that don't yeah. know, Sound Device was a used to be a big like high end audio video chain in South Florida. At the peak, there was probably what 15, 18 stores or something throughout Florida. And we yeah, got but bought it was by, also owned by another company. Well, we got bought. Well, not the first few years I was there. They got bought by right. uh, Tweeter. Right. That's what fucked everything up. It was a good company before that, the privately owned. But, That's what they all said. But I mean, who knows? The people that originally owned, owned Sound Advice were probably saw it going downhill and we're like Probably. Let's well they reopened it again after i don't know if you saw that a few years ago they reopened I did see that. yeah fort lauderdale and boca they went under again yeah. but they they reopened the two the two biggest stores um, yeah i went in both of them for a minute but that boca one bare the lauderdale one was open a few years that boca one was maybe like a year it was open on the real yeah, it didn't do well i had a buddy uh that i worked with in ab for another company and he went to go to work there and but they do. They did a weird thing. It was like all commission based installing, yeah. which is kind of a weird thing because sometimes it, you're dependent on the salesman and right. how how much money you're going to make on the install. If they sell like a surround sound for four fifty, and it takes you two days, you only make whatever eighteen. You're getting commission on, on someone else's work. Yeah, yeah. Got to at least pay a base. Yeah, that high. The whole high five. When I like I said, when I started there, I was like. I don't know, 25 or 26. They didn't want to hire me because I was so young. It was the old, like you said, Dan and Don, Jimmy Rico hired me. These guys were been there since like the 70s. Jimmy's like, oh, maybe you could sell car stereos and stuff. I'm like, dude, I promise I can sell home audio video. Like, just give me a chance. He's like, what are you, like 18? Like, I look like I was a teenager at that age, you know? You still look pretty young. I got way you fucking young gray, shit too. man. If you shaved, you'd look fucking 25. Without that salt and pepper. <laughs> My girlfriend likes the beard, so I keep it, but I look at it and I'm like, I don't know, you still man. still look young, though, because you got smooth, you got good skin, bro. There's no wrinkles. Good the skin's what counts. I'm hanging in there. You, you made me think of a funny uh, Doug Wixon, typical. What's going on over there? 
She said I have a lot of wrinkles. She Do you? That I got yeah. some crow's feet. I'm pale. I got the crow's feet for right sure, now. and I got the lines. I'm so and pale she, right now, dude. That's tough. You got to get a tan to look good, too. Yeah, she's pe- tan and pasty as fuck. She looks like a ghost, and she's got <laughs> wrinkles, too, but right, here's right. the thing. She bullshit. She... <laughs> She had she gets migraines and she gets Botox. Right, right. They you know, all say it's it. for the migraines, of yeah, course. Yeah. yeah. Except yeah. they inject it in their forehead and like in her eyes and shit. I'm like, okay. I've been told recently that every woman in the country gets Botox, which I wasn't aware of, but apparently they all do it. So so is my understanding. But, yeah, it's nothing. <laughs> but yeah, Doug, Doug, man, Doug Wixon, he was uh like you said, he was military. That dude was so ruthless. He came in one day for Christmas. I'll never forget. He came in one day and um he brought everybody like he had a giant bag or box of liquor bottles for everybody. So we start tanning them out like Merry Christmas. And you see, like, you know, uh Dan gets like this nice big bottle of like Johnny Walker or something like that. And then you see like people getting like little pints of absolute and shit. Like, wait, what's going on? Doug flat out goes, listen, I picked these bottles based on what I think of each of your performances. So, uh, you know, if you're, yeah, if you're not happy with what you got, just step it up. Like, dude gave zero fucks. He basically came yeah. in with like tiny little cheap ones for people he thought badly of. It was like his he own was- system, too. It wasn't even based on like sales, like or any real numbers. It was just like his own personal evaluation of what he thinks of you. Yeah, he was a bad motherfucker, too. He was an installer, too. Yes. For like years and years. Oh, he knew his shit. And like, yeah, he knew his shit. And he was just like, hey, no, that's it. You're pissing me off now. You still doing yeah. you still doing any of that install? Installing? Yeah, programming, installing. Oh, yeah. That's your, still yeah, your gig? I, do it all. I mean, I do uh, I work for a commercial company now. We do like, so this is kind of cool. This, uh, we did a job for this company called Leprino. It's a cheese company, local company that started in like 80 something. This guy, Jim Leprino started making uh, cheese, local shop, selling it. He ended up building like this giant factory basically in downtown Denver. And he has cheese scientists. He sells like the cheese formula to like Papa John's Domino's, all these places they order. So it's still individually owned and it's like a $4 billion fucking company. And he owns it individually and still comes in every day. He's like 82, something like that. We just did all the conference rooms there, like these Crestron Mercuries. It's like an all in one. I haven't heard that word. So wait, what town are you in? We we were working at Sound Advice when Trick Daddy called Sound Advice. He talked. He talked to someone at the front desk and uh, he's like, let me talk to white boy Marty. And they're like, that. yeah, he's like, let me talk to white boy Marty. <laughs> and uh, they're like, okay, yeah, hang on. They go and grab Marty. I don't know if you remember him. He was Doug's friend too. They I go do. Down Marty was the crush. Of course. He was the crush drawn master. Of course. I remember yeah. Marty. Yeah. He always, my biggest jobs, they'd have to bring Marty out because no one else could figure out the the system. Yeah. yeah. So he, he was like, let me, I guess he went to one of his friends' house or whatever, and and, uh, they come back, and he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, this is white boy Marty. He's like, yo, what's up with this Pestron? Pestron. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, you want some Pestron, He was in Miami, Trick Daddy. Yeah, he was from Miami, yeah. Where are you? You're outside of Denver, right? Yeah, I'm in Lakewood. Uh, how far we did a couple of jobs actually for football players and famous people down there at sound device we did oh, all the time Jr. yeah he got drafted by the dolphins he's still playing actually all the time all those athletes down there they're always doing because yeah. uh, off season everybody lives in in florida even tampa area they're everywhere all the baseball guys have training there yeah, yeah they were like always Texas, doing florida Anywhere we, where you don't have to pay taxes. I mean, look at Rogan. He just got that $100 million deal on Spotify. Yeah. Moved straight down to Texas. He's like, you're not fucking taxing this with California taxes. Bro, that's what I fucking... Uh, listen, not, we're not getting political yet, I swear. No, that's what I was preaching about the other day. We, As a country, we have to take that approach because you can say all day, oh, wouldn't it be great if we get 50%, 60% of taxes from these huge corporations, but they're not going to stay here. Just like everyone leaves Cali and goes, we're not paying your crazy taxes. 
Yeah. They leave our country and they go, we're not paying your crazy taxes. So like you want to get just enough where they're all going to stay here and we'll get all of it. Cause if you can make it as high as you want, but people are just going to go, fuck you. I'll put my headquarters in Sweden and I'll pay their taxes instead of your taxes. Yeah. It's kind of like what Bezos is doing. You know, he's, he's got Amazon, he's got whole foods and all of his other companies and, he doesn't pay any taxes and, and he's like, taxes. yo, look, I'll, I'll, I'll pay the fucking taxes. If you put the rules in place, right. if you're going to let me not pay taxes, what would you do? You know what I mean? I don't blame anybody who's legally too. not paying taxes. The tax system's just such a mess. It's like everyone says like a regular person, you and I could never understand the tax system ever in a million years. The tax code, need a lawyer. it's 10 trillion pages. Like nobody understands it. You just, you hand your papers to someone and they put it in a computer. But like, it's weird that um, we all work for this money and give like a third of our checks to the government and we have no control over where it goes, no saying where it goes, no idea. Like we should, I always said this for years, we should all get like a statement when we pay our taxes that shows you like where every dollar, because it's your money. You should get to fucking pick. I would take it a <laughs> step further. <laughs> At the very least, you should get a receipt that shows like X amount went to X, Y, Z. And maybe you should get yeah. to fuck, have some discretion over that. Should, I don't disagree with least, that at all. Okay, so let's say like you well, obviously there's a huge percentage of that budget that's for the military. Yeah. I get that. We, we live in a dangerous world. But part of it also is like how many nukes do we have? Over 10,000 something. We just you know, we have most enough, arsenal. I think. Yeah, we, we have enough to. To end it, even if we didn't keep funding our military, but let's just say, cool, let's let's keep funding it. There should be like a baseline percentage that everything needs, and then everyone votes where that ex- those extra tax dollars go. Does it go to education? Does it go to whatever? And I want to see how that fucking money is being spent because Agreed. I think all these government programs, the the bigger they get, the more money that they spend, and it just fucking disappears, disappears. to some guys bank account it never it never goes to the source man and every year they create it's my biggest gripe with government i know you're super like apolitical so it's funny because like i we talk a lot you hate you hate everybody <laughs> you hate republicans you just it's it, and it's a, it's a fucked up system because it's a two-party system yeah. and you're never gonna you're never gonna get to real solution but like you said the federal government every program cost a gazillion dollars and how much of that money's if it, if it's to help this group of people the money's not getting down to those people and if it is it's like 10 percent of it and the rest is lying in everybody's pockets i think and i always say and i didn't come up with this idea obviously local and state governments ideally should handle a lot more of that stuff because they're right there on the ground they're right there with you they're right there in your town you know what I mean? Barely, like, but I hear what you're yeah, saying. But at least you have some kind of real access to that entity. At least they live in the same town you live in. It's not some bureaucratic office in Washington with 200 people you'll never meet, you'll never speak to. At least like if it's people handling, like grew up in your town, grew up in your state, have the same wants and, you know, it, it's better. Some of those are a lot, a lot, a lot more of those seem a lot more efficient, even though, yeah, everybody's it's if there's money involved, everyone's just trying to line their pie. It's all about money and power. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, right. Isn't it? It's a money grab, just like everything it's else. It's a power grab and it's a money grab. Yeah. I mean, I think if the only kind of way you can measure your success in this country, kind of as we see it is financially or by status, whether you're a politician or you're a lawyer, you're a doctor, you, you kind of hear certain uh, job jobs or positions and you're like, oh, it, all, it automatically commands respect. But at the end of the day, these people that are politicians are humans too, and they're beholden to their own vices mm-hmm. and the, the influences that are in them that may be getting them into that position. I mean, it's almost like uh, I, I did a job for this guy a while back and his son worked at Capitol Hill down in uh, in D.C. And he was saying uh, it, it's it's corrupt. Yes, but less in the way that you think it's more like uh, all about personal gain. Right. So they'll hold a position, they'll get into office and then they'll get out. And the whole time that they're in office, he's saying like 80 percent of their time is spent campaigning. They're right. just trying to get fucking reelected. Right. It's really about the parties, the game, 
of holding power in the Senate or holding power in Congress. They don't even hide um, it anymore. Yeah, they don't even on hide either it. side. I don't know what I'm talking about. No, but. they they really don't on both sides. They really don't hide it anymore. It's all become like the politics has become about the game itself rather than the issue. So that's the problem. Right. It's, that's it's, the problem. Whoever started this shit, I feel like was so smart that they realized this is this is what the whole Trump thing uh, brought to my attention was like, all you have to do is create teams. Right. If you're if you're someone wanted to gain financially or a position of power, you have to put yourself at the top of the game and then create two teams. Right. So like Trump. Right. He's like, this is my fucking team and I'm on it so hard. I don't care if I offend the other side at all. It will embolden my side so that they have my back even more. And, and, and it's. I don't think he intentionally divided the country. I just think he's a. a a master, um, not a businessman, but he's a master communicator. A master marketer user, is what he is. Master marketer. That's what I'm looking I, uh, for. Well, and user of the media, too. He's a couple things because you, you made a ton of good points. Uh, one, the fix is you get, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinion, get rid of the two party system completely. If you really blew that up, meaning we have 100 senators and we have what? I don't know. How many Congress people? Four or five hundred? I should know that off the top of my head. Don't at me, folks. No. um, Think about 100 senators, right? Rather than having all of them be Republicans and Democrats and like one independent, of those 100, there should be like 30 different parties, right? If you don't come up, let's say I'm running in Ohio as a congressperson or as a senator, and I don't Rely myself with Republican or Democrat. And you're allowed to do that. I can say I'm the tan party. I'm the Johnny Katz party, whatever the fuck I want to call myself. And I can come up with my own good ideas. And then the more of those people that get elected, now they're in Washington. And when these votes come up and stuff and they have to make like logical decisions, they can look at these Republicans, Democrats, be like, fuck you guys. I, I never said I was with you. I don't owe you anything. I don't have to vote with you. I'm going to vote with the people that put me in office. You could get rid of that two-party system. This tribal, I'm, I'm Republican, I'm Democrat. Like these votes, it'll never get resolved. From no, now. these logical votes come to Congress and they literally get like zero. It's like 50, forty-eight to nothing. It's like somebody has to agree with it on that side. They're just not allowed to say that because they'll be like the outcast of their party. So like they shouldn't it's even be part game. of that party. It's, it's all, a game now. It's all a and game. It's how it's played. As far as Trump being a master marketer, listen, I say all the time and people go, oh, he's such a bad businessman and look at all his failures and stuff. I'll I'll make this point. Before The Apprentice, before the internet, before cable TV, before any of that, he was... I knew who he was. Top three recognizable people in the world in the 80s. You could have gone to Japan. You could have gone to Saudi Arabia, shown a picture. Everyone says Donald Trump. Going on Donald or, or uh, uh, Howard Stern, just making appearances on Stern. He's just a master of the even, media. Even before, so, yeah. But I mean, people go like, "Oh, he took his daddy's million dollars or whatever he inherited." Every, I could give a million dollars to a million people. Not one of them would become a world a world recognized name. Top top five history. So Not more than a million dollars. Do you believe he got a million dollars? You could give everybody a billion dollars. The point is. That in and of itself, whatever you want to call it. And then you're talking about like two of the toughest industries in the world as far as New York City real estate, network television. The guy did network television, top rated show for like 15 years. Sure, his stakes failed and he bankrupted a casino and whatever. But like that's a bigger accomplishment than anything. You know, he wasn't the richest guy. You know what I mean? To make yourself a world-known name, I don't know how somebody goes about doing that. And it's not just from going on Howard Stern a few times. Clearly clearly a master marketer, right? I mean, and, you know, the thing, so, like, I'm, I'm not a Trump guy. Of I mean, course. You know this, of course. Of right? Course. So I'm not, like, uh, uh, but I'm not one of those kind of people that will just immediately dismiss someone because I don't agree. Like, I don't like him as a guy, Right. If I, I'm, I don't like the way he talks, I don't like the way he handles himself. <laughs> I think it's egotistical and whatever. Say say what you want about him, but that doesn't mean that uh, he doesn't accomplish anything 
good, right? You know, some foreign policy stuff. He's you're not a, trying you're to a logical bully. person. You you can recognize good and bad. You're not just going blind for some team. So it should be. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, so, you fucking- I, I think they, they, they should actually get rid of all parties, right? I don't think there should be uh, actually anyone representing. I think the people should represent in the form of like an online vote. And I know everyone's like, oh, China and Russia is going to hack. Figure it, figure it the fuck out. The idea is mm. let the people vote. Isn't that what we're doing anyway? Yeah, Isn't but we're not. A, yeah, but we're not a direct democracy. We're a democratic. We I don't think we should be. I think we. I think we should be a democratic republic. But I think we need to fix a lot of it because why not make it? Why not make it uh, local to your region? Your votes. A lot of it is, and and state and local. Like I said, more. Federal government, in my opinion, should be so, so limited anyway, so that, yeah, your state and local votes and stuff like that, those should mean so much more because they should be handling 90% of this. You don't want, I bitch about this on here all the time. Who the fuck wants more federal government in their lives? It's just a weird instinct. I mean, that's what I would say to you politically is like, and I keep saying this, it's gotten to the point, and I know you pretty well, right? Unless stuff's changed, I mean... To me, it it really, honest to God, does not matter who the candidates are. If you look at the citizenry of this country, right, and and the who's actually like so intolerant right now, and and really attacking free speech and our First Amendments and our Second Amendments. I mean, I don't care who the candidates. I'll never align myself with. Like I would say to somebody before, like Trump. Uh, he's he's the the trumpiest guy in the world but it's like what do you want people to do like oh he made fun of a retarded kid so now i'm going to become a marxist i mean the the stuff people stand for on the left right now and how far fucking crazy i i could never align i don't know if you watch that brett weinstein interview on joe rogan such a smart dude that guy but he kept talking about the uninvention of america you know, whether or not we've achieved what we're supposed to achieve and we keep striving for, I'm all for fixing stuff and correcting things, but people really want to take it down and do something different. And I'll, I'll never align with those people. I don't care who I have to vote for. Whoever's closer aligned to preserving what we're supposed to be, I'm going to, I'm going to be in that camp all day. That's how I look at it. Who's to say it can't change for the better, you know? Absolutely can because the the goal of too many people I see on a certain side right now is to uninvent what we invented a few hundred years ago because they say, well, it was found, it was flawed and it was founded in racism and this and that. Just because well, we I didn't. I don't care about the whole founded in racism well, thing. Forget racism, that's... but that that it's a flawed system, that capitalism is flawed, right? There really is, it, it used to be a joke when people say, oh, they want socialism in this country. No, like a, a really high percentage of, a lot of people in left actually do would want what they don't understand to be socialism in this country. They really want that now. I wouldn't mind an extra fucking paycheck a month. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, it's hard enough out here with COVID and all this shit. If you want to give me a thousand dollars, you might get a vote. No, but that's a perfect example. Look what's going on with COVID and people dragging their heels, playing pol- political games. They go like, "Oh, you're going to get another stimulus check," and six weeks later, they're like, they're still arguing about what program they're going to. Because they're arguing over what program they're going to fund through that. You should have got. I think the first it's probably because I didn't pay my taxes. I was say you should have got the first one. Yeah, it's all good. I forgive you, government. I'm going to edit you out saying uh, you didn't pay your taxes. (laughs) But no, really, man. It's like I I know you fucking well enough to know that you are not aligned with those kind of fucking people at all. At all. I know you're not. No, I'm not aligned with anyone. I mean, I think I get it. But I'm saying like if. if, Right. But why are we aligning with someone? Why are we aligning with a fucking seven year you're old like i said forget guy. forget trump and biden forget forget democrat and republican the these ideals of did i say retarded on it? i said i called the kid retarded earlier we'll edit that out all right these ideals go back to the beginning of civilization these these you know socio sociological left and right it's it's not yes i get we've devolved it into democrat and republican and all that but there's a whole lot more meaning behind it. You can look at so many cultures throughout. I mean, you were in the military. Look at what happens throughout the world. Look at how this stuff goes wrong. 
a thousand times throughout history. There's there's no yeah, reason. I think, I think there's no argument that uh, socialism on several uh, attempts. Uh, I, I don't know what the right word is, but when they've tried to apply socialism several times in the past, it hasn't it hasn't worked. Right. right. But it's almost like a resource based thing. Right. Like what if what if we had the resources? What if we got into vertical farming and like uh, where they're they're making these genetically modified meats or lab meats or whatever? I know a lot of people aren't going to be into that. But once this dumbass generation dies out and people aren't so opposed to change, maybe maybe you get, you know, I think we talked about this a long time ago. I, I was but what if they had just like these fucking giant structures or whatever that the the government built with our taxes and it had apartments in it for single people and families and had well we do do that movie theaters and entertainment and like you get that as a baseline you know what i mean you could you could live there you're you're free to go outside the bubble and achieve and create a business but but you don't starve and you don't die there's a fucking well no we do do that i mean do we the government how there's millions of people I living like, can i get some well if you if you were poor enough and didn't have a job and a kid for sure you could be on federal welfare and state and local welfare and have food subsidies and have rent so subsidies because I make and then, more than 12 grand a year which is a yes that's why people job. that's why a lot of people in that position don't get jobs because yes if you exceed a certain income and then the more kids you have the more you qualify listen there is a there's a shit i'm about to start pumping out kids then fuck this whole thing there's a big misconception about people not being able to feed their kids in this country people could feed there's nobody in this country unless you have a mental disorder you could feed your kid apples and oatmeal and fucking uh you know hard boiled eggs and stuff for Oh for, man, that's a pretty fucking crash. For four dollars a week. No, I'm just saying, show me Adam Crowley used to say all the time, he'd say, Show me anyone calling the show to, who can't afford to feed their kid, like bring me that person. No one no one will present them. Unless you have there are people that can't feed their kids. No, it's out there. They I don't think listen, that's cool. People, I don't think that's right. I'm not saying those people don't exist, but they have psychiatric issues and stuff like that. I mean, if you're I mean, look at this whole COVID situation, right? So you have all these people, uh, the the schools closed down. Just down where you are, Broward County, Dade County, you see how many kids relied on those school breakfast and lunch. $2 to feed your kid for a day. My my school right here in Lakewood in Colorado, they have lifted all school pay so my son can have breakfast and lunch every day. I can't tell you how much that means to me as a parent. I'm not saying it. Listen, uh, look, if there was a way to build what you're talking, if there was a way to feed people with engineered meat, I I want to feed the whole world. You know what I'm saying? I, it, but personal responsibility. So what the fuck if, are we doing? Because what if, are we spending all of our money on? Why isn't all that the looked, focus as opposed to controlling power it, and fucking trade and like all this be. little weird energy shit? Let's just focus on the real problems here. If you looked like like we were talking about before we have no control over it man if you saw the list of like the programs we're funding and then what they actually do and like what there's people lining their pockets it's like thousands of these programs and they're all bullshit and they're from both sides i'm not blaming either side here this is all we've done for years they call it pork every bill they slide in pork and they go let's get this program for 19 million dollars and this one for 40 billion it's like nobody bats an eye and it's these insane amounts of money and it's the federal government. Like I, I like to say too that I'm not, I'm not Democrat or Republican. I say I'm libertarian. You're a Republican, bitch. Get out of here. I never voted Republican. Get out of here. I never. I am hundred percent not aligned with ninety percent of the GOP members. Voting for Trump is the first time I voted Republican. I've always been a registered. Why, why, why were you such a big Trump supporter? Always, I'm interested to hear that. I've, Actually, hang on. Hey, Coley. Cole. I need him to get me a glass of wine. We're not editing this out. I want everyone to know you're an alcoholic. Um, <laughs> I'm an independent. You could have just asked. I would have told you. With I Listen, like I said, I am a libertarian lean. You can ask me any issue, and my answer is always going to be get the fucking federal government out of our lives. And traditionally, real conservatives, of which there aren't many, tend to align more closely with that libertarian. It wasn't always that way, but currently... People that are pretty far right 
other than a lot of issues I don't agree with the right on, of which there are a ton, as like a true libertarian, for example, I say all the time, I would decriminalize every single drug there is. Show me a Republican that feels that way. I would decriminalize. Oh, man, yeah, for real. I would decriminalize every substance. And just I'm not saying you should be able to cocaine. No, 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 no. I don't no. think you should decriminalize, meaning you shouldn't be putting uh, people in prison for personal use. Different than going into Walgreens and buying heroin and coke. Oh, I want to go to Walgreens and just buy an eight ball right off of the fucking rack with a little paper thing and just. They sell a straw separately. For the record, Jake does not use cocaine anymore. No. Cocaine is great. (laughs) I stand by that. I don't know. I wouldn't know. Um, Seriously, though, Fed government was created for a few reasons. So, Cole, I need alcohol. (laughs) Kid's going to be in therapy in 10 years talking about the alcohol. Can you fill that, please? White wine? No, red wine, please. So real shit, though. That, that, that's why um, I'm going to more closely be aligned with the right than the left normally. And by the way, I've, I've definitely changed as I've gotten older. I, you know, I, when I was... Everyone, t- that's what they say, right? That's the old saying. If you find me a... a a young Republican, I'll show you someone with no heart. Show me an old Democrat, I'll show you someone with no brain or whatever, right? Yeah, but I mean, yes, people's views should evolve. And right, when people get older, the the part about like kind of self-responsibility and all that type of stuff, the more the people I know who are like very into like taking personal ownership of their own problems and stuff tend to lean a bit more right. And the people that kind of go like, I need somebody to guide me and, and kind of help me with stuff, those people kind of, t- I, I don't want to categorize it. I everybody. think that's an oversimplification. It is, but it's a mentality. And you, you know, know, maybe like, it's easier it was- for certain people to have that mentality because they don't need help, right? So that it's easy for I, them I to I hear be what like, you're saying. I, I think from uh, my perspective, and I'm not a political guy either, you know, even though obviously I have a lot of political takes, but um, I think when I think of Democrats, maybe I should change that because I don't, I don't know where it's at now. There's so much information that I can't even tell what a Democrat or a Republican is, but I grew up a Democrat, you know, in a democratic family. I grew up, you know, family full of Jews, New York, you know, exact same. Yeah. Uh, when when I grew up, Democrats were people that kind of cared for the people that couldn't care for themselves. Yes. You know, and then Republicans were kind of people that were uh, financially responsible at a government level and just kind of more conservative in their views as far as, you know, whatever, a lot of stuff, abortion, gay rights. And it was kind of easy. It seemed more human to be Democrat when I grew up uh, as opposed to now. And now it's just be- become so convoluted in that like uh you hear all these what some of the extreme left is asking for you know this whole shit that went down in oregon right and it's like well you're talking about mad max you're talking about no police right policing yourself you don't have a society that was built for that i mean you're talking about you know we want to live like native americans you didn't fucking grow up like native americans you didn't have to earn your meals you didn't have to go out and hunt you didn't have to farm shit right. you're just like someone that went down to fucking starbucks and got a latte and was like fuck the cops that's right. a very different thing yes. than starting your own society it used to be fringe and now what it's, happened. it used to be fringe now it's becoming way more mean that's what i'm saying that shit scares me dude and yeah young people for sure are usually way more liberal leaning progressive leaning because it's easy to it's easy to look at a problem and go, yes, we should help these people. And then you get older and a lot of people go, well, wait, how is this possible? Logistically, how do we pay for it? How do we just, so then a lot of people's, but I'm just saying, so that's where it's easy to be an idealist. Who, what, if you took a poll right now and said, should anybody starve? In Africa, right? No, if you just Speaking took of, a poll, if you just took a poll in general and said, should talk about Africa? Because 
Nobody gives. Why does no one talk about Africa? Because it doesn't help anybody's agenda. I mean, but here, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You said it before. You said people in politics just want power. And it used to be that I viewed all these people on the left that said I'm a progressive liberal as, oh, they really are just kind heart. They, oh, you always hear the term bleeding heart liberal or whatever. I go, oh, they're just a sensitive bleeding heart type. They really do want to help everybody. And there are a lot of people like that. But the people in power on that side, what, what became apparent to me is that they're exploiting that because they want the power, they want the votes, they want the control. They're obviously going to want these people to keep voting for them. And if these people's lives were to improve a great deal, well, they're not going to want to vote for them anymore because they're not going to want that, they're not going to need that free shit. There's a lot of, let me figure out how to exploit the pain and anger that's going on here. And then they're going to, they're going to need me in their life. They're going to want me in their life. And I think that's, there's nothing more disgusting than that. Like if you're not really yeah. trying to help people, but you're just trying to make them reliant on you instead, like now you're messing with people's lives. I mean, it it comes down to the same thing. It's just money, right? It's money. It's power. I mean, it's it's I got to get reelected. Exploit a group of people for money somehow. That just seems to be a common thing throughout history. Like when the fuck did money get invented? Who invented right. money? Well, I don't know. It's been a long time, though. They've had coins going back. Wait, I don't know, man. Ancient, ancient Whoever times. Many thousands of years. Still rich. Dead and still rich. <laughs> well, you need a monetary system of some sort. I mean, you know, if people are going to... Look, not everybody's the same. You should 100%. Every great innovation, every great invention, every great anything it comes from the competition of... Some people are way better. Dude, if it was up to just... I. Think about this. Like, I think I'm pretty smart. You're pretty smart. If it was up to me and you, we wouldn't be talking on these devices. There'd be no internet. We need exceptional people with exceptional skills and exceptional drive to to master programming and sit up 20 hours in their garage practice. Like, if if they do that, they should make a billion a, do, a billion dollars. They're one in a billion people. They're a unique talent. They put in that work. I could have never done it. If it was up to me, we wouldn't have electricity. We wouldn't have anything. I'd be sitting there fucking picking up my toes, going like somebody invent something. Yeah, I'd be throwing a spear for sure. <laughs> I mean, you you need you know private sector innovation. You need a reward system for that. And then any any labor. If I'm gonna go be a gardener, if I'm gonna do anything, I need to be compensated for that work. And then I need something tangible to show I've been compensated for it. Yeah, I think it's kind of like that that. Uh, dude, Chris Ryan, he wrote a book, uh, Sex at Dawn or whatever, and he talked about, like, you know, all these, how... He was on Rogan, uh, right? Yeah, he was on Rogan, yeah. Mm-hmm. How civilization worked better, you know, when it's, like, 150 people. Yes. You know what I mean? 100%. There's no book written on how to run a fucking 300 million headcount right. country. And everyone coming and going all the time. They, it's funny when you talk about socialism because there's so many failed examples throughout history where millions of people die and starve and everything. But there's today examples of like democratic socialism in like the Netherlands, and they always point to it and go like, well, "Look at Denmark and look at Sweden oh, and look at like fucking thirty people there, dude." They have like, I want to say the country they always mention has like six million people. Like the state of Florida has forty million people. So you're talking about taking like a quarter of just the state of Florida. Of course you could make illegals. Right. But of course you could make a utopia out of that. It's such a tiny group. Like, of course you could. It's just like all fucking gorgeous six foot eight white people. Right. But of course you could have universal health care and no homelessness and stuff. You have a tiny little group of people and you guys can all do it. And by the way, those countries are adding more capitalistic features they're lowering taxes right now. They're not going, they're not continuing in that direction. If you look at what they're doing now, they're actually reeling it back because they they realized they went a little too far. It's not full on socialism and people always point to it like it is, but it's still democratic. And and I think some of those have a corporate tax rate like we do even. Well, shit, I'm moving. I mean, they won't let you in, don't bro. They do, don't they do, they do like regular drugs there. <laughs> They like sell drugs. Bro. They give drugs to their people. That's the other thing that's what, what so is funny. What's happening here? That's the other thing that's so funny, bro. Try to uh, go to one of these countries, right? And then like get a visa or something or whatever. And then just when it's time to leave, just stay. See what'll happen. Yeah. Just be like, no, nah, don't kick me ass. out, racist. What are you, not like Jews? I can't stay in Sweden. <laughs> like, 
bro, they will break down your door and throw you out of the fight. You can't stay in these countries. No. There's a reason uh, that, you know. I think it's kind of cool. I think that should exist, too. You know, whether it's whatever. I don't give a fuck what color you are. If it's all black and they say, yo, no white people are here in this fucking country in Africa. You're cool with that? No white people. I'm cool with it. You're cool with racially, uh, what's the word, Uh, ethnostates? They say Israel's an ethnostate, but it's like 30, 40% Arab. So, you know, it's a a misnomer, but. Yeah, I am. Because you know what? You're going to end up like putting all the racist people in there. Right. They're like, I only want to just fuck with white people. I only just want to fuck with black people or whatever it is. Go ahead. You know, out here, we'll come out. We'll socialize and be regular people. You want to be weird. Go in your own little territory. I don't think I'm it's, good with that. I don't even think it's a racial thing with a lot of people that want to keep their country. It's a cultural thing. There's really nothing. There's really I nothing mean, wrong with admitting. Like, who, who, who cares? Right. It's all going to be lost. You know, they're saying, well, well I, I want to keep my culture. Guess what? In like 10 million years or oh, whatever yeah. the fuck, we won't be you're going to be totally forgotten. Everything, the word white people will be forgotten. They'll be like, what the fuck is a white people? And it'll, it'll all be forgotten, you know? Yes. So let's, let's loosen up a little bit in our like stringent, you know, hold up. Well, in my culture, we have apple pie or whatever the fuck. I don't care. There's, you know, keep your apple pie if you want, but I'm not going to. There's more change. to culture. Listen, there's more to culture than that. It's, it's, and no, the, it's all apple pie, man. It's apple pie and baseball. The part that bothers me <laughs> more than anything is the, the disrespect for it and the, well, fuck you guys. We, you know, it's like we're all the, the, Everyone goes, well, this country was built on immigrants. And I talk about all the time, like the immigrants of the past that came here, your grandparents, my grandparents, their mentality was, wow, I get to be in America. I get to be free. Yeah. I get to have a chance. And like the, the last thing they wanted was like the government to get, they just wanted freedom and a chance. And they love the country so much. And people come here now and it's like day one, they're hating. They're going, this oh, place dude, sucks. Yeah, a generation late, later, I'm like, where's my fucking $3,000, bro? I need more well, you get what You get what I'm saying. You yeah, get, you're right. You get what I'm saying. They 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 want to come here and then shit all over it and say how racist we are and how backwards it is. And it's like, it's, 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 I'm not, not everybody. I, again, I'm not This shit is racist and backwards, man. I know a lot of white people, a lot of motherfuckers are racist, man. And I bet you if you go within like people's private homes in every community, there's racism. I mean, my but what does my that mean? Friends, what does that mean? It it mean that's that's actually a good question because this is how I feel too. My friend, he's Brazilian and he doesn't like Mexicans and black people. Right, right. And I'm like, dude, you're about fucking quarter point three point two percent different from a mexican or a black person my man and so am i you know so i i just always find it funny so when i think of racism what i what i think of is uh not giving someone a chance based on their appearance yes right to me that that that's all it means i agree with that and uh whether it's hearing their opinion or hearing what they have to say or whatever they're trying to accomplish but when now the definition of racism is, is a lot of different meanings, man. Yeah. And it's racist. like white people can't be racist to black people because white people can suppress black people in positions of power. Or you're power saying black and, people can't be really right, right? Right, which I don't buy. Of I don't buy. Not. I think everybody Super. can be racist. And I, and I think probably most people are racist to some degree. Um, and I don't think all of it is condemnable. Well, you know? it, it, well, right. See that because I, I get the word racist is like it's become so diluted. It's hard to spot the real racist, in my opinion. And yeah. I feel it's like, like but if here's you and I both know for sure. And like you said, you were in the military and stuff. So like there's a certain type of dude. I don't care what color you are. If you're like working class type dude or not even and you're around your buddies. Right. 
if you're white guys, you're going to be cracking jokes about blacks and Mexicans. If you're Mexican guys, you're going to be cracking jokes about whites and blacks. If you're black, you're going to be cracking jokes about whites and everybody kind of is in there. But to me, and I'll crack jokes on white guys too. I'm not discriminating, but I don't even mean what I'm saying is if a bunch of dudes are hanging out in the army and they have, and they're all white and they're, and they're saying shit or a bunch of Latino dudes are hanging out and they're saying shit. Uh, is that racism? Is that oppressing anybody? That's that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of jocular type shit going on, but like, are they in their lives actually preventing a minority from doing something or are they doing something racist in their life or are they, you know what I mean? So it's like, it doesn't actually Probably mean, not. right. But if you're, if 12 guys are hanging out in the barracks, cracking jokes that people would consider racist, it's not actually affecting anybody's life. Do you know what I mean? And also you should mention that, in those barracks of those 12 people that I'm talking to, they're your Latino. Right. They're all mixed. And no one's one's getting, and no one's getting offended at each other either. Right. No one's getting offended. And actually it's even funnier. Well, I always say, I said on here, I say the least racist people I've known are the ones that can kind of make fun of each other about it. It's the ones that are, if you're a real racist, like a real deep down, I want to hurt this race or I want to oppress this race. You're not going to talk about that. You're not in a position to do it. I bet you. Well, and you're also not going to, you're not going to also like talk about it with your buddies. I mean, unless you're like a bunch of hardcore racists, you're not going to be like, yeah, man, I didn't hire this dude the other day, you know, because like, you're not going to get a KKK meeting. You're not going to tell people like, I don't know. I think the racism today, this is my biggest problem is there are no longer any rules or policies to change. We could talk about police reform. That's a separate issue. But like at a federal government level, there's no actual law that they're going change this law, change this rule, change this policy. So it comes down to that there are just individual people who are racist, right? You, you can't root out. It indiv- goes higher than that. There's racist cops, right? I'm not saying there aren't racist cops. There's going to be racist anything. There's going to be racist there's construction racist of course, but those people don't work for the fact they work for cities, locality. Fine. You should hire less racist people. That's not what I'm saying. You can't protest away individual behavior. That's my biggest issue is I feel like everybody's kind of misdirecting a lot of this stuff at a place where it's not going to solve anything. It's actually just dividing people more because everyone gets really frustrated being accused of being part of an issue that they're like, hey, I'm a good person. Like, why are you telling me I have privilege and I'm racist and shit? Like people are like, what the fuck? I know I've I've struggled with that in my personal life, you know, just hearing all the white privilege and shit and like, uh, you know, just being a straight white guy, right? You're you're viewed a certain way. You're not, uh, you know, you're not God's favorite right now. Well, like you said, look at your life. You're not privileged. I, you know, I know a bit about where you come from. So that's what I'm saying. Right. So I come, I come from a life of struggle, right? Right. I have earned my way to where I am. And you join the military. Yeah. And, you know, where I am isn't far, you know, don't don't get me wrong. But if I have a fucking white privilege. Where do I fucking cash it in, please? If right. I have it, I'll use it. But right. That's now. what I'm saying. If I could, please l- give me my white privilege. Right. Well, people will say, oh, when you walk around society, people don't look at you differently. They don't think you're going to be stealing something or they don't, you know, you probably get but like. I get that too, and that sucks, man. Of course, who that hasn't sucks. gotten the not gotten the job they wanted? Who hasn't been harassed? You know how many times I've been harassed by silly cops for nothing? I'm sure you have a million times. Oh man, I think it's more of like a young. You know, cops are very good at picking up a uh, a vibe. You know, what kind of person are you? Right. You pull me over when I was, you know, 19 years old in my Honda Civic DX hatchback. You know what? If you thought I had drugs in the car. I probably did. Right. If he thought I was doing something I shouldn't have been doing, he was right. I was probably speeding. I was yeah. doing something. Riding you know, dirty. That, that's profiling too, right? Riding dirty with that, that yayo. Everything is a profile, bro. Every everything is a profile. Look, if cops are in inter if cops are interacting more in neighborhoods that are predominantly a certain race or this or that, because the crime levels up in that neighborhood, we should be a logical person would go. How do we get the crime down in that neighborhood so that we don't have to have cops in there all the time? How do we get investments to come in that neighborhood? How do we give these people access? How do we make their schools better? That should be the focus. The The symptom of, I think I read the stat, it was like four, 
14 unarmed black men last year were killed by cops, one not resisting, whatever. The symptom of those 13, 14 people is not the, it's not the root cause of anything. It, even if you concede that it's a symptom of an issue, you can't say it's the cause. And that's what I have a problem with. People should be focusing on making actual people's lives better. It doesn't accomplish anything. Now you get cops getting shot execution style, sitting in their cars and stuff like that. I mean, you're just making an angrier place when you start, you know, yeah, directing I all mean, your problems such a, at such a small group of people, in my opinion. It's a, it's a really touchy subject, right? Because if you look at, you know, if, you, if you're like me, I follow a lot of different kind of pages on Instagram and stuff. And you go on and you see, yeah. you know, black guys getting killed, whether it's on Michael Rappaport's page or Joe Schilling, you know, MMA fighter. Yeah. I know you're a big MMA yeah, fan I like Joe. I am. And you talk you, about you MMA. See, it, it's ugly, man. It's ugly. You see, you know, examples of black people getting killed by cops where it's it's fucking alarming. You know, as a uh, I think my perspective changed a little bit when when I became a father. You know, I'm a father to a nine year old son and I never have to think about him uh, getting profiled by the cops. Right. He's like, just why like not? A- I mean, nobody should be statistically. It's a statistical anomaly. Nobody should be. Yeah, but no, I mean, I mean, even even a black person. If you just look at the statistics, the statistics are of the three hundred something million police interactions, point zero point zero 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 three percent or something, even for black people, end in getting killed. So it's like nobody should be walking around worried about a lightning strike. Yeah, so it's it's really a poverty <laughs> thing. But it's, it's as I, much I a poverty think, thing as anything. But I still think if you're born black in America, you are more likely to get killed by a cop than a white kid is of your same age, same race, same uh, financial level, all that. I I can tell you this. I want to talk about MMA and jiu-jitsu and shit because you were were talking about that. Really? I can tell you this. If I got pulled over for whatever and the cop said, hey, put your hands behind your back and let me cuff you, and I start rolling with these dudes. Yeah, but you're a no, no, let me listen. What if a fucking? Well, you said I, I am a pussy. I I would no. My point is, I would let him cuff me. What I'm saying is, if I said, "Hey, let me let me try to get hooks in this dude and like start wrestling him," he probably will fucking shoot me. I don't. Yeah, that's the point. Like I said, of the the statistic I I was talking about of the 14 unarmed black men killed by cops last year. Is that it? Unarmed of the. Four, no way. I yes. don't believe it. Well, think about it, Jake. There's a reason that you still see. Uh, what's what's the girl's name that was killed? There's a reason that they still... Brianna Taylor. Yeah, so there's a reason they still talk about these same handful of names. Think about it. it, it Yo, there's a, I think there's more than 14 unarmed It was 14 people. last year, and it's been like four this year. And, and, and by the way... an unarmed black person? Didn't you know, was it a dude that they just murdered going for his wallet that had a gun in the car. The look, let's say it's, let's say it's 50. Look, look, dude, we love guns. One, one, look, one's too many. 14's too many. I'm not saying that. My point was of the 14, they say 13 were resisting. If you're, re- look, I don't trust a cop's judgment to not fucking shoot me if I'm, if I'm tussling with this well, see, guy. That's the fucking problem, right? That right. a cop is soft. The cop is, okay, does not but have that, is that a racism that he, issue? In, in some instances, yes, but I, I do think that cops uh, being fat and being out of shape, not being able to fight. Did, did you watch what I said on, on this pod about grappling? Because you said something similar to me on Facebook, but I think we talked about it years ago anyway. How how do cops not have just a basic, 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 like, what is it? A white belt's the first belt? A fucking white belt. Let me tell you so something. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. So uh, my girlfriend, her father, he's an Olympic wrestler, right? right? John Morgan. Look him up. Fucking savage. Actually beat Randy Couture oh, wow. three times. Greco-Roman? Yes. Greco-Roman guy. Nice. Uh, 88 Olympic team. Wrestled Dan Henderson. You name it. Uh, Matt Linlin. Just a tough-ass old you know, country motherfucker, right? Yeah. So, uh, but a really uh, smart guy, probably falls along the lines of you, kind of leans right, but just more, uh, you know, wants to be left alone, wants to keep guns, protect his family and have his land, right? Uh, He, 
Oh shit! Where was I going with this? We what were, were you talking about? We were talking about cops being trained, having a white belt. Oh or something. right, right. So, so he goes in. Uh, heard heard of a instance in downtown Lakewood, right? He's been in Lakewood. Grew up in Minnesota. Uh, wrestled for NDSU, North Dakota State. Just a fucking savage, right? You know, he he goes and uh, he goes to the police department because they killed a black guy. Okay. This is, I mean, 15, 20 years ago, long time. And he's like, hey, I saw a report in the news. He was like, I, I saw what happened. They had two guys, two cops restraining one guy. Mm-hmm. The dude got up, ran away, and they shot him in the back. Right? Which is which, which, which is happened. every video you see of a cop which shooting. Be, yo, how about a law? Cops can't shoot people in the back. Fine, but listen. If he gets away... If Bro, you, I'll, I'll take if it. You listen, are a big enough bitch where you can't hold a guy down with two guys, and he runs away. You can't shoot him in the back. Listen, Jay, I'll take I'll take it even further. I think if if cops all had like a, a let's say a blue belt or something, you would probably reduce justified shootings by eighty ninety percent. So even much. even the even the ones where they end up allowed to shoot the guy because oh he got a hold of my gun or oh he got on top of me and he was beating my head in with a brick or whatever it's like you shouldn't have been in that position and I'm telling you dude every cop shooting video I see even the justified ones starts with it's because a cop can't fight no but it starts with them having a hold of the dude in an advantageous position and him tossing two grown men off like it's nothing like they would learn day one how to at least like. That the the dude that got shot in the it's Wendy's, easy. the guy that got shot in the Wendy's drive-through, the two guys were on the ground with him. The one dude had his back, and he was sprawling in the back. He was sprawled out behind him like this instead of putting his. But like one dude had his back, one dude was on top of him, and he just stood up, tossed him off, ran and shot the took the guy's taser from him, or whatever. Like I'm not arguing if that was justified. They should have never been chasing that guy with their own taser in his hand in the first no. place, dude. They had him he on the ground. Disarmed two cops <laughs> face down drunk. on the pavement. Drunk. Dude. He so just woke up John from a drunken there. sleep. He talks to the uh I don't know. He he, he gets a meeting with the chief, right? Okay. Of the local police. Sorry, station. I interrupted so your story. Go. My fault, my fault. No, no, it's okay. Same point. So he comes in and he's like, uh, Hey, I saw your the recent video on the news. He's like, I can teach your guys just a couple of things. Won't won't charge you a dime. Let me just, you know, help your guys out because we can save their lives and save lives of a possible perpetrator or someone you're 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 trying to uh you know arrest or yeah, whatever. Subdue or whatever, yeah. And the cop the, the cop says no. The the chief of police says no. Right. Uh, I'm not interested. Um, we have a training program in place, and thank you for your time. Here's a local guy, you know, a, an, an American wrestler during '88 who's basically an American hero going against the Russians, and they won't <laughs> even give him the time of day to help possibly not just save the lives of civilians, care. but to save the lives of their own guys. They have and to. Just, people have to do it on their own. They got to do it on their own. I have not. Uh, comprehended that yeah but why should they have it's, to do that on their own they should how is that not part they of your job training as it, a cop it shows what a pragmatist you are because if you say this to anybody on certain side they go like oh you're trying to make cops more deadly like no the more deadly no, they are cops more safe not only that you know f- as well as i do the part where they panic and they freak out and they go oh, i gotta shoot it's like all that gets taken out in the training process itself, like they get used to having big sweaty dudes on top of them, holding them down. Like, okay. And also I can lay here and not freak out. And I understand that it's like, if they didn't freak out as much and you weeded a lot of these guys out and that type of training process, I mean, that's the whole thing to me is you get a calmer, better trained, the more lethal someone is, the less they're going to likely they are to kill someone. You know what I mean? Right. The most yeah. lethal dudes in the world are the ones that never shoot anybody. Totally agree. It's man. the guys that are like, yeah, I think, I'll take it a step further. Even, even past cops. I think most men should train themselves on how to protect themselves and their family. You, you look at a situation that we're in right now where people are rioting and being crazy. Right. What if someone runs up on your house? Waiting for the cops to show up seven minutes later. Fuck that. 
I think it, as a man, as I see it in America, you have to take it a, a upon yourself to be able to defend your family. Well, that's how it always was. It's like a recent weird phenomenon that you go, well, I could pick up this device and call somebody. You know, like throughout all Crazy. of human history, there was no phone or anyone to call. No it was like, button. yeah, it was just you. And yeah. was like, right. So we're so detached from that mentality. Uh, people get weird with that stuff, man. But a hundred percent, if you treated cops like an elite cream of the crop job and you said, we're going to, we're going to have stricter hiring practices. We're going to pay them more, not less train them, put them through more psychiatrics. The stuff I was really saying would be important because we were just talking about the high stress stuff because you want to test these people in a freak out situation. Like repeatedly, right. like you want to put them in a situation where like people don't understand. Even though you can't. Well, right. You know, it's a training situation. Yeah. But well, bro, they like, they let seals just all pass out underwater and shit. Like, I'm not saying I'll do all that, but here's the, if the, if their adrenaline has never felt that way, like people don't understand you get, you get in a 45 minute car chase. When that cop gets out of the car, he's not in his right frame of mind. His heart's going a million miles an hour. His adrenal shit. This guy's never felt that way before. He's, you know, he has no, no, uh, he's been on the you know, job six months, two years, whatever. It's crazy. People should have been in these situations where, because you'll see, if you see people reacting funny in those drills, you go, sorry, man, you can't, can't be a cop. Yeah. You're not responding. When we get your heart rate crazy and your adrenal function crazy, you're not responding well to that. And you put a fucking baton across someone's throat. <laughs> but I feel like you could. If you say die, bitch, during training, you're fucking kicked out. You could weed out a lot of the psychos. You could weed out a lot of the weak minded dudes. Look at that Trayvon Martin, the guy, the idiot George Zimmerman that shot oh, him. Man, you see him signing bags of Skittles and fucking he, whatever else to I, I, make I, a little money. Just a fat, sloppy loser. He's a loser, man. That guy. But that's the point I always made about Zimmerman because Florida's a stand your ground law or whatever, right? He he put himself a in fucking security boy. No, but he, he put himself in a position where he was going to have no choice, but to shoot the first person he encountered because he couldn't fight and he got mounted by a 16 year old kid. So you're going, 16. right. So you're going out there with a gun. You're putting your hands on kids first. Obviously you're going to get your fucking ass beat because you can't fight. And now you are allowed to pull out your gun and shoot somebody like you're putting yourself in a position where you're going to have to shoot somebody. Yeah, it, it's the same oh, with some of these sure. cops. If, I, if a security guard put his hands on me when I was 16, I would have fought him too. And he wasn't even an official security guard. He was like his own. He he designated himself like the neighborhood watch. He wasn't employed by like a real security company or something. I didn't know that. No, it's even worse. He was like a voluntary self neighborhood watch dude. He he didn't have a real job. That's so crazy. And he was just walking around the neighborhood harassing people like where are you headed, shit like that. Of course, any teenager would be like, get the fuck off me, pops. Don't put your hand on my shoulder. You know what I mean? <laughs> of course. That's but so bad. I mean, Florida, the stand your grounds a lot. You can you can punch someone in the face. Like I could walk up on the street, right? Punch some dude in the face. And then if he gets me down and starts like beating my face in with a brick, I can shoot him. Because my life's in danger. I have to stand. If I feel like I'm going to be killed and I go, all I did was slap him. Not that hard. Just walked up and slapped. There's it doesn't matter if you there, telling there's, if you, wow, if wow. you, if you commit an act of violence on someone that doesn't warrant deadly force, right? So let's just say I walk up and slap you in the face on the street. And now you bring what I deem deadly force to me. Like you're kicking my head or hit me with a bat or something. I can shoot you. Man, that's the law. Damn, I need to move back to Florida, huh? I mean, Zimmerman did put his hands on that kid first, so whatever. That's but, crazy. The other thing that killed me about this case, nobody talked about, like he said it was self-defense because the kid was banging the back of his head against the curb uh, repeatedly, and he just had those little scratch. You know from MMA, you know, if your head hits, a, you know how easily that's going to split open the back of your head and just gush blood? Like there was no... They, that was the court argument that his life was in danger because his head was being beaten against the, the concrete curb. 
but it was just like scratches. I'm like, I've what? actually never beat someone's head off of the back of their head off of a curb, but it would split open like a melon just, if you did. I don't know, man. I don't know. I actually, I've had my head smacked off of the back of a army bunk before, and it busted open actually pretty good. But I think if you are bashing someone's head on the concrete, I think. It, Part of the problem is most people don't know uh, how easy it is to hurt someone's brain to the point of it can't be repaired, whether it's dead or a coma or not the same. Right. So if you you know, I watch like I said, I follow certain pages on Instagram (laughs) where you if you see someone, you'll see a street fight. Someone gets knocked out and then it's the worst. I can't watch their feet. And they fall back and just smack their head on the pavement. Do you know how quick you can catch a fucking murder charge from that? A lot of people in prison for for just punching somebody one time and that person. Even in self-defense, that can happen to you. So be fucking mindful. If someone, you need to make sure you need to defend yourself. Yeah. Don't be getting into a confrontation outside of a bar or a restaurant where someone disrespected your your girl and then you're going to fucking cold cock them and bounce yeah. their head off the pavement like a basketball, you might never come home. So Like, like that dude who's actually beat at the school. Who was that? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? I forgot his name, but he's that. no longer with you us. You sprawled on that guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, said. don't do that. Yeah. <laughs>